Hello, yes, this is Danhausen. Very nice and very evil. Very famous. Yes. Anyways, Danhausen here to tell you to listen to... No, never mind. Cut this. This is Danhausen. 50 caliber bear brown. It's Warhorse. This is Toxic Trent. And you are watching the Rainmaster Podcast with Aiden and Matt Mark Sal. Yes, Aiden and Salhausen have hired the very nice, very evil, very famous Danhausen to introduce you to their podcast. Enjoy your listening experience. Sit down, shut up, because it's time to thrash, smash, bash. And if you don't like it, take your opinion, jump off an overpass, because it's time to rule ass. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Inside the Indies. Welcome to the Brain Buster Podcast. My name is Aiden. I'm joined by Sal. Today, we're joined by TJ Crawford. TJ, how you doing? I'm doing great, man. Doing great. Thank you for having me on. Uh, right out the gates, anyone who has never seen you in the ring or never even heard of who you are, how would you explain to someone your style in the ring and what your character is? Chicago strong style. And that's as, about as much as you need to know. I want to ask the first question here because it's surprisingly at some point in time, you went from a beach boy to a basketball player. <laughs> what, what, what made that transition? What happened there? Uh, yeah, so... Uh... So when I first started started wrestling, uh, you know, I I did the beach bum character for about two years, maybe two and a half years. Uh, and once I decided that I wanted to, to break off from that and and go on my own, uh, I played basketball my entire life. You know, I'm, I grew up in Chicago, so I played basketball on the streets like every single day, especially in the summer. Uh, so like I played basketball my entire life. I played basketball through high school, so it just I figured why not be a basketball player? That's like seems like something I can I can I can do because it's it's something else I enjoy outside of wrestling and uh, it obviously didn't <laughs> didn't didn't click as well as I thought it was going to so uh, so yeah now we're now we're here. So I want to ask about uh, the difference in the style of promo that you went from from being a part of the Beach Bums to to the the basketball character that you had from when you broke off to now the Chicago strong style character that you hold now what has been the difference in your style of promo um well especially now I'm I'm, I'm more comfortable just kind of being me and and not putting on the a, a character or, or a gimmick or anything like that um with the beach bum thing and with the whole basketball player thing you know it was kind of me playing a character and it, it in the promos and, and all, all that, it, it came off that way. It came off as some, something that I wasn't naturally good at and something I had to kind of force out of me. Uh, so now I'm just, I was, I'm more, more comfortable because I'm, I kind of just get to be myself instead of, you know, a, uh, a goofy, goofy character, which I love, by the way, I'm not, I'll, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not bad mouthing the beach bum character. Cause that was, that was a lot of fun. If anyone knows my Twitter they know that every time I tweet something, it always somehow involves IWTV or a new company that I discovered called VXS. And you were on one of their shows. And one unique thing that I find about their shows is the difference they have between every other promotion. This may sound like a dumb question, but is there any like difference that you have to make when you're in a VXS ring with the, with the way they control like their camera angles? Uh, no, not not really, because you know that's that's kind of stuff that they do more. Uh more post edit edit stuff and all that so uh you know the 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 way we we go about 
putting that, the matches together there and the way we, you know, we, we wrestle is still the, the same way that we would wrestle, you know, going, you know, at, at any, any other independent show or any other, uh, you know, show in general, you know, it's just the way that they, uh, they, they edit and, uh, and cut that, which, you know, obviously if you see from, from the last couple shows, you know, they, the way they're filming and the way they're, uh, they're editing and, and, and all that has been really, really cool and definitely really, really different from everything going on in the Indies right now. So, uh, yeah, big props to, to Isaac and VXS. So, and I'm going to talk about the the transition from the from your char- from your different characters over the years. Your in ring style of going from a from a primarily tag team and multi man team from a ta- tag team wrestler with Freddie and with Brody to to this single star where you're where you're able to have a bigger spotlight with with what you can do in the ring rather than tandem offense and kind of kind of having to to gel with more than one person you're able to work you're you're able to show off your own singles abilities in the ring what was that like uh it was it it wasn't as hard as i thought it was going to be because when i got into wrestling i never you know my, my initial goal wasn't to be a tag team wrestler um, you know, my my initial, you know, goal with what I wanted to do was just kind of be be on my own and do my own thing. Um, so when I got not thrown into the the, the tag team, uh, you know, scene, but when I started doing when I did the tag team stuff, it was that was actually more difficult to figure out than figuring out the the single stuff after because I just wasn't a big tag team guy. Um, but having good partners like Freddie and and like Brody, you know, they make it. They they made it so much easier on me because they they actually understood tag team wrestling probably a lot a lot more than I did, um, you know. So but going from tag team stuff to single stuff, you know, you obviously you you can't rely on somebody else on the apron if if something goes wrong. You have to to be able to fix it yourself. Um, so that's that was the biggest challenge for me um, was was not being able, not having someone to rely on having to, to to do it on my own. But as far as the actual like in ring work itself, I think. I think, uh, you know, I, my, my mind's always worked like a, like a singles wrestler. There was a time in 2017, probably 2018, maybe even some of 2016 at a point, you were in what I like to call my generation's WWE on YouTube. You were in GTS. <laughs> what was your time in GTS like? Uh, uh, it, was, it was fun. It was definitely, uh, you know, something that <laughs> was a lot different from... Uh, you know the other stuff we were doing. Uh, you know, it was a good it was a good way for us to to kind of get our names and and faces out there to to you know the the YouTube audience and build our uh, our social media platform, which it, it did for you know the the couple of years that we were a team. You know, we we were able to to get a pretty decent like Twitter following and a pretty decent uh, like YouTube subscriber uh, count. So yeah, that was that was the biggest the the biggest help with with doing uh doing Grimm's Toy Show was was all the the help on social media. So, around I think 2018, yeah, it was uh, you and Freddie appeared on Impact Wrestling to do to, to do a squash match. What was it like being offered the opportunity to be on Impact? Period. Because Impact is one of the biggest wrestling promotions. It's been one of the biggest wrestling promotions in the past 20 years. So what? It, so what was it like being able to compete even for the, for just a squash match? in an impact ring uh 
Well, actually, funny story is that the ring that we competed in was the ring that we actually trained in because we, uh, in fact, had rented our ring. But that's you know that's a story for another, another time. Uh, but you know, getting getting to work for Impact was was really cool because you know, growing up, you know, the only two wrestling promotions I I really watched were WWE and, and TNA when it was on Spike. Uh, so like getting a chance to work for for Impact Wrestling was was really cool because you know I I felt like I was. Uh, like living out a childhood dream of wrestling for a for a, a promotion that I that I grew up uh, loving. I'm g- I'm gonna throw this out there. The fact that I bring up IWTV every ten seconds, and we still don't have a promo code to give out, is just absolutely absurd. We give them free promotion, but anyways, <laughs> moving on to the question. Since IWTV has come around, I believe it came around like maybe 2018, maybe 2019, early 2017. It has helped so many independent wrestlers, and you've been on it a few different times. How would you say independent uh, wrestling TV has helped your career uh, on the indies? Uh, it's definitely it's it's definitely helped kind of kind of boost it up a little bit because uh, the IWTV audience is such a a wide a wide audience. Uh, you know the the live streams that they get they get you know I don't, I'm not sure I don't know all the numbers obviously, but uh, you know they get they they get a lot of views on on the live streams and uh, you know. It, all it takes is just one person to see see one thing and and boom your career could could change just like that so what is it like being able to see guys that you've worked with a lot in the past guys like Max Caster and Anthony Bowens and Casey Navarro kind of begin to make their names in promotions like impact um like Casey's on a couple of things for not Impact, AEW, and I know that Casey's done a couple of things for Impact as well as teams that I that that like Bear Bronson and uh, Boulder Bronson, the, the Bear Country. What has it been like to see people who you've worked with evolve and be given this big spotlight? Man, it's like it's it's so it's such a cool cool thing to see because especially you know someone like like Bear Boulder who's been. You know, one of my best friends since since the day I started wrestling. You know, seeing someone like Anthony Bowens get get a spotlight on TV. You know, me and him. You know, we're we're clo- we're fam we're we're basically family. You know, me me and him. So, you know, seeing him get get an opportunity on on TV is like, what I can't I can't be be mad or anything about about seeing those guys those guys on TV because you know they're they're my they're my my best friends uh, and like Max Caster, someone who. Uh, you know, I got to. I've gotten to know pretty pretty well over the past uh, past year or two. So like seeing him and Anthony Bowens kill it as he acclaimed, uh, Bear Bronson obviously with Bear with Bear Boulder uh, doing their thing, Casey Navarro. Uh, you know, he, it's, it's weird for me to say he's a young kid because I'm also a young kid. But uh, you know, he's 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 worked his ass off to get to where he, where he is, and he deserves you know all the all the praise that he gets. While we're on the topic of Max Caster, I found out the other day, you're in one of the Acclaim's music videos. I believe the Young Buck one. <laughs> I was watching it and I realized that you were in it. And I, 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 I know this may be a dumb question, but what was it like being in that music video? Oh, it was, a, it was, it was a lot of fun. Like I said, because, because, because those guys, uh, Bowens and Caster, are two, are two of my closest friends. Uh, so like, so getting to help them out. Uh, get one over on the Young Bucks was, was pretty fun, and uh, you know it was just a fun it was a fun day. It was it was freezing outside. It was it was snowy as you as you can see, and I'm of course I'm the guy with my shirt off, uh, you know 
acting acting tough because I'm from Chicago and and then the cold doesn't phase me. <laughs> I was gonna say that you're literally in your you're literally shirtless <laughs> and there's shirtless. tons of snow. I saw that and I was like, are are you are you sick? Are you okay? <laughs> it's like, man, that's a, that's in Chicago in me. That's like it's what if it's like 32 degrees out? I'm like that's short that's short weather for me. Hey, I I can't lie. I there's been tons of times there's been snow and I'm going out in sandals and shorts. So I mean, I'm not from Chicago, but I can't blame you. <laughs> like I I I'm here in Texas and I'll walk out with sweatpants and a big coat in in summer. So I I kind of get that. I don't know, man. I'm sh- I'm short. I'm I wear shorts all year round. So speaking about music videos, uh, I want to talk about. The May the Fourth Be With You music video that you and the Beach Bums recorded on. Yeah. <laughs> the Shuck Crew. Oh, my God. what was what was that like? Being able to do that, and what was what was the creative process between you guys doing that music video? You just brought memories back. Timmy doesn't want. <laughs> I can take. I can't take any credit for the lyrics or how we put the music, the video together because I had to give all that, all of that to Freddie because Freddie wrote all the lyrics. Freddie came up with the ideas for the, for the, for the shots and all the camera angles and stuff like that. And then, you know, uh, the shook crew, uh, mixed it all together and, and boom, we got the, the may the fourth be with you music video. So if you think about it, Max Caster did a music video for you, and then you were in one of his music videos. <laughs> you gotta pay it. Yeah, you gotta pay it back. <laughs> so, no, man, but like that, that was like doing stuff like that. That's that's the stuff that I that I miss about being in like a goofy taxi like that. Because that stuff is just it was it was so much fun and it was just goofy and and getting to hang out with everybody after we get done filming. It's like that's what's more more what I what I enjoy is the is the the brotherhood between everybody and, and everybody getting together and just having a good time. Not as a wrestler, but a wrestling fan, what are you currently enjoying in wrestling? Ooh, as a wrestling fan. Uh so I'm I'm I obviously, you know, like I'm 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 into I watch WWE, I watch Raw, SmackDown, NXT, all that, I watch AEW. Wow, uh, you but, actually have energy. You watch Raw? Wow. I, I, wow. I do have energy energy to Wow, to I watch. pass out thirty I, minutes in. I usually I usually do fall asleep with about an hour left because I do open open at my at my job on Tuesday mornings so uh, so I usually don't get to finish it but uh, I'm really I'm really into to, to New Japan you know that's one of the places that uh, when I got in, into wrestling uh, I made it a goal of mine to 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 wrestle for New Japan and to make it to New Japan um, so I really enjoy watching all of their stuff because you know obviously you want to watch the company that you would like to, to obviously work for but you know I, I again i just enjoy enjoy wrestling and i enjoy all all kinds of wrestling and everything like ring of honors doing great uh you know impact doing doing great nwa just announced the a show coming up uh you know so i'm just a i'm just a wrestling fan at the end of the day and i just enjoy like all all the different aspects of wrestling because you know there's i think in, in every every promotion there's a little bit of something for everybody you just became the number one interview of the whole entire history because you just said New Japan. So I was gonna mark out now. That's why his name is Sal Markhausen. Ring of Ring of Honor, the Pure Division. 
Well, you have oh. an you have an Xbox behind you, so I'm gonna ask: Have you been gaming? And if so, what game do you play? Uh, I'm actually I'm not I'm not a huge uh, a huge gamer. You know, the only games I really have are like the UFC games and the NBA games and and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I mostly have it just for for Netflix and and Hulu and and the network and all that stuff. So I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a, I'm not a huge gamer, and I've really never never really got into it. Well, if you're not a huge gamer. Would you be down to be in a game? Because I've seen actually you're one of the most requested people for the Wrestle Code. I believe you have like 170 upvotes to be in the game. Hmm. Uh, and if you don't know what that is, it's the new like WB2K, but for all the indie people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're like so, one of the, uh, you're up there. There's actually a funny story. I don't know if it's public or not, but who cares? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell it. Uh, it was so when. When they were actually going about making the game, uh, when they initially, when they had the initial thought, uh, went about it and they were starting to get everything, getting ready to go, uh, they had actually shot me a message to ask me if I wanted to be be a part of it, and me just being like dumb, like young and dumb, not like thinking about it, I'm like, this is probably some some fake, <laughs> like some some fan who just wants me to be like part of his like WWE 2K create a roster game. So I was just like, no, like I'm good, I appreciate it, but I'm 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 fine. And you know, obviously, find out like a couple months later that it's this big independent wrestling game, and I turned them down. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, you I, you could have been I, in a game with like the Sandman and all the ECW <laughs> legends. You thought it was a 2K? <laughs> they were verified on Twitter. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is before like. This was like when they had just started. I was like, I had no, no idea. I but don't worry. I've got in touch. Like I've got in touch with them. Like we're, it's all good. Thought you blew it there. Not gonna yeah, lie. That, that is a uh, that is my 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 embarrassing story of the of this interview. Well, when you were a kid growing up, who was the one the one guy you watched that made you want to get into wrestling, and who was the guy that actually like. Physically, you 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 saw them in the, that second. You were like, "Yep, I'm into wrestling now." Uh, so when I, it's weird because when I was, I'm originally from New Jersey, and then I moved to Chicago when I was eight. So when I was living in New Jersey, uh, my cousins were really big into wrestling. Um, I just I never I never got into it. I would watch it with them, uh, you know, whenever I go over by their house, but I never really paid attention to anybody. The only wrestlers I really knew were Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy, and, like, Eddie Guerrero. So, fast forward a couple years later, when I moved to Chicago, uh, kid Chris that, that was that I went to school with was a huge wrestling fan, so got me in, uh, kind of more in, into wrestling and kind of, you know, we started watching together. So, Rey Mysterio and Jeff Hardy were probably the two people that kind of, that, that got me really into wrestling, because I just... Just ever, the presentation about both of them, I thought was 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 really cool. Um, but the and the moment that actually made me want to pursue this crazy uh, world of professional wrestling was uh, at WrestleMania 23. It was the Money in the Bank ladder match, and Jeff Hardy jumps off the ladder onto Edge the outside. And for some crazy reason, sitting in my basement as a kid watching that moment, I was like, "Yep, I want to do that someday." I can just imagine a young TJ. There's this clip that went viral online of this kid watching Darby <laughs> Allen do a coffin drop. So he gets up on the top of the bed and he does a coffin drop onto the floor. 
And he, like, starts crying. I, I can just imagine a young TJ doing a swanton bomb off the couch. But there, there was this, this, there was this, um, this clip. And it was like, so you're struggling to find out what got you into wrestling. Does this look familiar? And it shows a picture of Jeff Hardy. And I'm like, shockingly, no. But then everyone else we talked to is like, Jeff Hardy got me into wrestling. I'm like, Wait, yeah. I mean, I'm, let's see, I'm, I'll be, I'll be 24 uh, in, a couple, in a couple days. So yeah, I mean, I didn't really get into wrestling until 2007. So, you know, he was, that was when he was really starting to, 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 to win like the world championships and all that stuff. I remember watching that clip over and over on DVD. God, I, and then, and then I left WrestleMania 24 afterwards and I would see Shelton Benjamin do his stuff in the, in the ladder matches. Mm-hmm. God, it's great. When you first, when you had your first match, what was going through your head when you were in that ring for your very first match? Uh, so my very first match was actually a student battle royal um, in the Rawway Rec Center, which is where the building that that I, I trained at. Uh, and I just remember when I got to got to the building, I had my uh, my shitty pleather shorts with uh, a Russell Pro T-shirt, and I refused to take the T-shirt off. I was like, I'm not, no, no way. These people are not going to see. He's like, I was 235 pounds when I first started training. Uh, you know, so I was, the idea of, of me going out, out there in front of a bunch of people with no shirt on was, was the most terrifying thing in the world. Uh, I was eventually convinced to, to cut the sleeves off the shirt and at least, at least go out like that. Um, but I just remember walking through the curtain and uh, it's, it was such a cool like rush of adrenaline, even though it was just like a battle royal. Like the first time you step through the curtain in front of a, crowd, a live crowd, like it 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 becomes addicting because it's just it's a rush of adrenaline that you get uh, whenever you walk through the curtain, uh, you know. So, and I've 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 had the same I have the same feeling every single time I walk through the curtain from day one until until up to now, you know. So the day that the nerves go away is the day that that you hang it up. So I have a question about because we because we brought up New Japan and Ring of Honor earlier on, and when you said that, I immediately thought of either you competing in the Best of Super Juniors or you have competed you have been competing in the Pure Championship tournament. What what, what would it be like to compete for either of those promotions, whether it's a not a title match, whether it's a squash match, or whether it's a tryout match for you to join either the New Japan or the Ring of Honor Dojo, what would it be like to compete for one of those two promotions, which have a very, very large following, but aren't on the level of WWE and AEW when it comes to, like, knowing the memorability to a casual fan? Uh, I mean, obviously working for, for New Japan would be, that's the, that's the ultimate goal, uh, especially right now. Um, so getting a chance, getting an opportunity, obviously, with, to to work in the best of Super Juniors tournament would be, you know, an absolute dream come true. Um, you know, a tournament who it's been won by by guys like Finn Balor and, and Kota Ibushi and uh, man, the Jushin Liger, like all these guys that just a, a rich history of people who have won that tournament. And just for even my name uh, to even be part of the tournament would be an absolute honor. Um, speaking of honor. Then let's switch to Ring of Honor. Good transition there. Uh, working for for Ring of Honor would, would also be, be be really really cool, especially because you know a lot of the guys that 
that I, I idolize in wrestling, you know, the, the, the Daniel Bryans, the CM Punks, uh, Christopher Daniels, Samoa Joe, you know, my, my trainer, Dan Moff, you know, guys who are Ring of Honor originals. Um, so I would just love for an opportunity to carry on, um, you know, that, that legacy of, of the smaller guys in, in Ring of Honor. What's one match type it is, whether it's a battle royal, a ladder match, or a tournament, that when you, you see that someone's trying to book you in one, you automatically go, yeah, I'm taking the next day off? Uh, probably, like, any sort of, like, hardcore match or, or anything like that. Like, after my, my match that I had with Casey Cattell at Synergy's Black Friday show, like, I was insanely sore the next day and definitely needed, like, a day or two off from work. Um... You know, my my last man standing match with uh, Alex uh, Alex Ryman, uh, Synergy's Black Friday event from the previous year. Uh, you know, definitely needed a day or two off after that. So any of those like super hardcore style matches with weapons, like it's just, it's it's not it's not my my forte, I guess. So I, I uh, you know I like the, having the matches because they they are fun, but they're they're definitely a definitely do a toll on the body. How long was the Iron Man match? What Iron Man? You said there was an Iron Man match. Or no, a Last Man Standing match. How long did that uh, go for? That was, Last Man Standing, I think was the third, I think it was like 33 minutes. Tony Deppin's disappointed in you. You didn't go over by two hours? <laughs> still, <laughs> mad at, still mad at you, Tony Deppin. We didn't get to see draft day. You could go for two hours, because fuck that. I'm not doing that. Bro, he said he'd do it again. Tony Deppin is a maniac. He needs like, help. He needs mental help. Props to that dude. Cardio machine. And Jordan Oliver. Don't Jordan. Yeah, Jordan. Don't forget you, Jordan. Sorry, Jordan. Have, they, have, like, they have my respect before that, but they have more of my respect after doing that. I mean, imagine doing a 24-hour show and wasting two hours just on one match and skipping the one thing that I stayed up 24 hours for, which was a draft day. <laughs> we stayed up 13 we hours. We literally stayed up for 13 hours just to watch draft day, and then we find out Tony Deppin and Jordan Oliver going over by an hour. And he tweets on Twitter an hour, he'd do it again. I'm like, bro, if they literally... I literally think they'll do another 24 hours of just Tony Deppin versus Jordan Oliver. You just do a whole just, 24 hours. Just straight 24 that. hours. Jordan would do that. Just 24 hours of wrestling anyone. You know they'd make bank, too. They would. That's too much. That's too much for me. <laughs> You just quit your job. You'd be like, "Yeah, I'm just retired right now." <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna, gonna wrestle for. But if problems. I if I live on the streets next year, it's fine. I, I probably probably won't remember this anyways. All right, this is how we this is how we end our interviews. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. Basically, there's three wheels. One has superstar names, random. Uh, two has storylines, and three that has locations. And you have to fit it all into a promo. Ooh. All right. Let's do it. All right. We have, uh, keep in mind, I don't know who's on this because we haven't done an interview in a week because everyone keeps canceling. <laughs> cough, cough, everyone that's canceled. Let's see. <laughs> First thing's up, your show. You're going to be wrestling at a local indie show in a dungeon somewhere near close. <laughs> Secondly, I don't know what second is. Let's see. This is, oh, this is storyline. Your storyline is going to be, oh, <laughs> storyline's going to be they gave you a terrible Christmas present. Okay. And third, uh, wait, where's this at? Open. Why won't you open? Oh, here it is. Okay. Third is your person. Your opponent will be. Da -da 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 -da. 
Chris Jericho. <laughs> Wait, so Chris Jericho gave me a terrible Christmas present. And you're fighting at a local indie, a local indie place with like 10 people there. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Like the last place you'd want to see Chris Jericho at. <laughs> Alright, uh... You're free to go whenever. <laughs> Alright. Count me, count me down. Five. Four. Three, three. Two. One. You know, Chris, me and you have been friends for so long, I thought I would have gotten maybe a little bit of a better Christmas gift from you, considering that you have all these fancy scarves, you have all this fancy wine, but you, you get me an opened athletic tape container that only has two rolls of tape. Chris, I thought you were better than this. So on Saturday night, at the local gym, right here in New Jersey, in front of a packed house of 15 people, you, Chris Jericho, are going to pay me back for the two rolls of tape that you stole from me. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why you were looking around, and then I realized you were looking for something to grab. I was, I was looking for something to grab, and I was like, I don't know what... I thought you were going to grab some, like, dirty socks. <laughs> I was, honestly... <laughs> I was, I have like, I have like, a, like, I have like my water guy on it, like here, like I was looking for this, like, the funniest thing to grab, and I was like, oh, this only has two rolls of tape in it. I'll just make something up about that. Oh man, that's awesome. All right, TJ, well, thank you for coming on. The chat room is dying right now. Thank you for coming on. Make sure you tell everyone where they can follow you on social media. Thank you guys for having me on. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at TJC Wrestling. Um, if you want to support, you can go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash overtime tj crawford you could buy any of my my t-shirts i just got a brand new t-shirt out uh designed by hot dog starks check him out lizzie god wherever on social media. oh he's amazing we had him on a couple <laughs> weeks ago he's amazing he does, he does gear designs and logos and all that at a cheap price and he's got a fast turnaround so quick plug for you hot dog starks awesome well thank you for coming on <laughs> uh, it was a blast having you on uh hope you have a great day Everyone in the chat, thank you for coming through. Uh, if you're listening on all the podcasts, make sure you go follow them. If you're in the chat, live chat room right now, make sure you just do X-Men 20 guests. Go follow them on all social media. TJ, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me, guys.